0: And welcome to Sassy Nation on this Friday, again, Friday. Look how fast the week flies. Friday, September 25th, the last Friday of September, 2020. The last Friday of September. Can you believe that? I mean, my God. Time is just flying right by. Thank God, because this year has to be over with. Um, <laughs> hopefully it ends on a good note. Um, so, where are we today? We have a couple things to talk about, that's for sure. So if you caught my show yesterday, my radio show, The Sassy Show, you heard what I talked about. I did mention this following, the following stuff. Instagram um, is changing Reels a little bit, adding adding 15 more seconds to a Reel, so everybody can now make Reels up to 30 seconds. Um, Facebook and Instagram are being a little bit more tight on copyright issues with pictures. So just be careful what you're posting. Um, if somebody claims a copyright and has a proof that it's theirs, you could be in trouble. So that's what I'm gonna say, because that's all pretty much we know, but we're a copyright, like, and that's why, like, you know, I, I, I have this guy who I know who I do business with, like, occasionally, he'll make a video and whatever, and he'll send me some photos, and he sends me them all the time. And I'm like, you have to put your name in them. I put the watermark in them. Oh, no, I don't care. Well, I'm ho- I am wonder if he still cares today. Because today, this is why Facebook and Instagram are doing this. Because people are stealing people's work. People's hard work. You know, it's not easy taking the perfect photo. It's not easy taking the perfect video either. So, people want to have a claim to their work. Which I understand. I that's why I put a watermark on my pictures, and that's why I put who takes my pictures and who gives me stuff, because I'm giving them the copyright. Although, as a content creator, um, I own all the work that I put out there, whether or not I own the pictures. Once you give me your stuff to post, I own it, usually. But I'm, I'm I don't want to say I'm a pushover when it comes to that kind of stuff, but usually, unless I have a really big fallout with a client or whatever, do I really go hard on, um, on telling them they can't use the stuff that I posted before. Sometimes, though. So I charge, like, a big, a big buck for that, though. That's a big buck. Um, but anyway, so that's what's changing there. Twitter is now trying and testing out, experimenting, voice direct messages. Why? No one's using the voice tweet. You think people are gonna wanna send their voice in a direct message, which then can be given to the police? Think about that. I just got these horrible direct messages from people who are probably the worst people in the world. Because when you go out of your way to be extremely, extremely rude, um, and extremely vile, Do I I really want to hear their voice on it? No. But how stupid would they be sending me a voice direct message, which then I can take the police as proof, and then they can find who they are and get them arrested by making threats. Think about that. People like to send direct messages on Twitter and, like, and threats to people, like, you know, which I got one of those. That person could then literally be arrested. I don't understand why Twitter's doing that for. No one's going to use it. It's a waste of time, Twitter. It's a waste of time. And now LinkedIn has gotten into the act of stories. So now you can make a story on LinkedIn. You can make a story on Pinterest. You can make a story obviously on Instagram. A story on Facebook. Our Twitter story is not that far behind. Well we'll find out. Um, And also, YouTube is going to be Releasing soon, very soon, their version of TikTok, which is called Shorts. So, I'm taking the uh, course this next coming, this upcoming week, which I am very excited about. And I'm going to learn more about what Shorts is. So, there we go on that one. Uh, I wrote things down. So, stories, let me just go back on stories. All right. If you do a story and you're taking somebody's video and posting it in your story, just don't take the video and post it in your story. No one's gonna know what the hell they're looking at. That's the question that you have to ask yourself. What the hell am I looking at? Like, why is this important for me to look? And I bring this up because I have people who I know who do this for their business, and I keep doing it. And also, Sam Donald did it again the other day, and I was like, oh my God, have mercy on me. He put Kobe Bryant in story. Um, The video is really cool, but how do I know it's a video? Like, sometimes people don't want to click on it. They'll click on the story, and the story goes. It's 15 seconds, okay? So, people have about the first five seconds, they're connecting to the story. The next five, they're reading whatever the story is, and then the next five, they're engaging with the story. So, you have about five seconds to get people to click that. Just let us know it's a video. Like just say like, you know, that um this is a this is a cool Kobe flashback. Period, done. End of story. And then I'll click it. But you know, not everybody's gonna click it. Again, athletes and social media. See how like they're they don't know what they're doing. Like they don't, I can tell you, in all the athletes stories that I look at all day long, no hashtags and some businesses. No hashtags in story. No text in story. No GIFs in story. No location in story. One, two, three, four, no mentions in story. Once in a while, they'll mention another athlete, and then the athlete will then take that post and then post it in their story. But the most important ones hashtag location, hashtag location, GIF, and text. You always gotta put a text. Just put a couple words. You don't have to write a whole freaking book. I just need, we need some context as to what the hell we're looking at. Again, same thing. So TikTok, it was amazing to me how TikTok's algorithm or algorithm however you wanna pronounce it um, works because I posted this really funny video of this girl getting chased by a skunk on Twitter yesterday. And if you look at that, if you look at, actually look at the hashtags from the video, she put pumpkin spice season. What does that have to do with being chased by a skunk? But if you look at how many, um, if you look at how many people liked it and saw it, it kind of gives you a hint. It kind of gives you a hint as to how the algorithm or algorithm works. Just gonna throw that out there. And speaking of TikTok, oh, TikTok. So supposedly this married man, and I put that in parentheses, posted this supposed funny video of him um, in a car, looking at, I guess, the picture from Tinder of this girl and going when your Tinder date shows up and doesn't look anything like their picture. Really? And that's supposed to laugh at that and be funny? How is that funny? That's stupid. All right. So then I make a comment about, like, you know, people should go back and date. It's simple. You won't have to deal with that problem if you go back and start dating in person dating, which means you meet the people in person. You automatically really know who they are, what they look like, what their name is. You get an idea of who they are. You don't have to be messaging them for weeks or months. And who they actually are is who they are in person, not like you know when they post their you know uh, picture of when they graduated from high school, which was probably like ten years ago, you know. So anyway. Then he comes back and goes, oh, it was just such a joke. You know, I, I'm married, and I met my wife before Tinder. Yes, hello. Before Tinder, you had Mesh.com, eHarmony, Plenty of Fish, OkCupid, Date.com. Should I go on? You had all these other dating sites. Zook, Zook, whatever it's called, Z-O-O-S-K. I have no idea how they pronounce it. Zuck. <laughs> Zook. You have that one. You had all these other ones before Tinder so what just because you're married doesn't mean that you're not going to be on these apps fyi i can tell you married men are on these apps now not as many married women are because like you know women are a little bit smarter about this kind of stuff when it comes to cheating than men are and that's an actual fact men suck at cheating women are a little bit better at it but they still suck at it too because they get, they feel more guilt than men do, obviously, so they feel guilty, but that's a different story, and I'm, I'm now getting in the process of writing the follow-up book to Hello, Love, Where's Cupid, the second edition, I'm now running the follow-up, Relation Impossible, so if you want to purchase Hello, Love, Where's Cupid, the second edition, it's on Amazon, it's on barnesandnoble.com, it's on Lulu.com, Um, I think I have the link still on my, on my, uh, on my um, website, even though that website is going to be under construction for probably a couple weeks, because I'm rebranding the whole entire thing, but anyway, so dating apps, and TikTok, I love it, like, oh, like, I'm supposed to lighten up, no, STDs are at a rampant pace because of all these damn dating apps, because all these young people are fucking stupid, You know, just because nobody talks about AIDS anymore, doesn't mean that it doesn't exist. And just because nobody in the media and anywhere really talk about STDs, doesn't mean that they don't exist. These young people at a high rate are spreading STDs like like a fire. And they're also stupid for going on these apps in the first place. You know, go out and meet people. Now, if you meet somebody on Instagram or Facebook because you both share something, you know, you have some you have you're compatible and you direct message each other and you talk to each other and you FaceTime each other, I think to me that's a little bit different, just a little tad different than going out and putting a public profile on Tinder just for this. See what I'm saying? Just for this, I gotta put a picture of myself on Tinder. I gotta put my pet, I gotta put my stuff stuff on match.com and eHarmony and OKCupid okay and all these kinds of stuff. See, dating apps are pretty much hookup apps. They're not dating apps. Now, do I believe that you can still meet somebody on a dating app? Yes. You wanna know how rare? One in a million chance that you will actually meet somebody that's meant for you, that will, that will be forever. That's what I'm saying. Dating apps are a waste of time. Now, you may have, um, like on Facebook especially, you may have mutual friends on Facebook, and it may be a little bit easier to meet on a social media site than it would on dating app, because social media sites are social. We don't, we're not there for just dating. You see what I'm saying? Like, you're not there for dating. You're there for, you know, talking about sports. You're there for networking about your business. You're there for finding leads. You're there to have fun. You're there to, you know, see what the new movie's coming out, whatever it is. Whatever you're there for, you're there for other things. So the dating thing isn't the main reason you're there. And people can then find a little bit more out about you. And if you don't think that they don't do that when they first meet you, so let me put it this way. So if they first meet you on a dating app, then they meet you in person, don't think that they're not looking already ahead of time to find out who you are, number one. Number two, so don't lie, that's my point, don't lie. Number two, they're gonna meet you in person. They're going to ask, they should ask for your last name. And if you, and if somebody is very hesitant to tell you what their name is, their last name is, that should be a red flag. Because if you want to search who this person is, you have every right to search for this person and who this person is and what this person is about. And that's what social media comes in. See, so people then find dating people, they find the people who they're going to date on the dating apps. Then they go to Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, you know, to see who these, LinkedIn, to see who these people are and if they're legit which you have every right to do. And that's why I tell people to research first. Don't just give in to these people and believe these people. Don't be naive. You know, it's always better to be safe. Remember, it's better to be safe than sorry, especially using dating apps. But you have a chance to meet people on social media sites, which will probably turn out to be a little bit more of an intense relationship than just hooking up with a one-night stand from a dating app. Because chances are you ain't going to have that one night stand with the person that you're going to meet on Instagram, because guess what, that person follows the same people that you follow, that person can then tell those people that you did this to them, whatever, blah, 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 you can, they see your stuff, like, they they know who you are, basically, already. Why would you want to risk, like, something like that? Because some people are really crazy, I have to tell you, they're crazy. Okay, so let me see, what else do I have to talk about? Okay, two more things. Alright, so I'm kind of a little disappointed in Sam Darnold, just a kind of tad disappointed in him, and what disappoints me is that in the back of his helmet, he has Black Lives Matter on there. Uh, Why? Can't you take that shit off and put just end racism like your t-shirt from last week? That t-shirt was really, that t-shirt was the best t-shirt. If we have to, if I have to vote on t-shirts, I will say that t-shirt outranks all the other ones because it's just end racism, done, and racism as a whole, not just um, surrogating certain people and certain races, it's everybody as a whole. So can't you just have that on the back of your helmet? Because to me, the lie that is weaponized by the radical group Black Lives Matter is that Black men are being hunted down by cops and killed for just being Black. And then stars and athletes and the media repeat it until it's accepted as true. But it's, it's statistically it's been proved false. It's the lie creating the climate. And then you have radical groups like Black Lives Matter. Now I'm gonna say this it's Black Lives Matter is a Marxist platform. It's driving the idea it's driving this ideology ideology in, in a critical race theory violent history, and revolutionary goals. Okay, that's what Black Lives Matter is about. They're not about helping black lives. Not help. They're not about helping African-Americans. No, they're not. Why you dumbass black people believe in this group? I will never understand. And white people, they hate you. The black Lives Matter organization hate white people. They are racist against whites why the white people have black lives matter t-shirts black lives matter on your helmet they hate you they would kill you first over somebody else okay now all good people believe that black lives matter but it's on you to know about black lives matter that's why when the Jets wore those t-shirts that said, end racism, I was like, thank you God, that's great. So get the Black Lives Matter off your freaking helmets and just put end racism on the back of your helmet. And now while we're on this discussion, we won't talk about what Charles Barkley said because he's getting backlash. Of course he is because he actually said something true. He's not, af- he's not afraid to stray away from the narrative that's being... Thrown out there from LeBron James and Jalen Rose and all the, the dumbass basketball players, you know, and they're dumb. They're dumb. They're not educated. Maybe they need to get educated on um, law and how the world works, and not and not worry about marketing. You know, maybe LeBron James should concentrate more about law than marketing. Maybe then he'll actually learn a thing or two about law. Now. I will tell you this, what Charles Brockley said. And he's, he's right on. He said, defunding the, the, defunding the police is a ridiculous idea. Who are black people supposed to call? The Ghostbusters? Thank you, but who are people in general supposed to call? Do you think that we're going to call LeBron James, he's going to be coming there to help us? No, he ain't going to care about you. The other black athletes aren't going to give two shits about you. They ain't going to help you either. And that's why we're so sick and tired of hearing from athletes on this subject because all they do is run their mouths where are they trying to make change oh no i gotta concentrate right now i'm in mid you know we're playing the season that's gonna be football players excuses but we're in we're in mid-season right now so you know we're playing we can't i can't worry about that clown thing now no but you can go on twitter and instagram and post stupid shit on this subject and, you know, preach to everybody about Black Lives Matter, when, don't preach to me about Black Lives Matter, and that goes for Stephen A. Smith, don't preach to me about Black Lives Matter when Black lives are lost every single day to gun violence, and you all sit there in silence while it's happening, and then turn your head, like, turn the other cheek and pretend it's not happening. Don't keep believing the lie and hiding behind the truth. That's basically what it is. And with this Rihanna Taylor stuff, Charles Barkley is correct. Her boyfriend shot a cop. He shot first and he shot a cop in the leg. The cops had every right to fire back. Why was she standing there then? She should have just gotten out of the room and moved. She should have taken cover. Why, where was she? And I just wanna point this out the district attorney in Louisville, is black. I'm just gonna say, just saying. And then my favorite tweet, my favorite tweet was from Robert Griffin III, because he said, it's not black versus white, it's everyone versus racism. When is LeBron James and Jalen Rose and other big namers in basketball and football going to understand that, that are black? When you all make it black versus white, you're doing more damage than good. Because not all whites are racists. And there are blacks that are racist. And right now, LeBron James is showing you how racist he is. I don't care how big a, a big a person he is, I don't care how much money he makes, I don't care what the hell he does, I don't care how much marketing he does, I don't care what movies he's making, I don't care if he's, for the, he's on the um, LA Lakers, and obviously it's a great story if the, if the Lakers win after Kobe passed away, I don't care. He is doing it the wrong way, and all you African American athletes that follow in his footsteps are following the wrong person. You should all be following Robert Griffin III and what he just said. It's not black versus white, it's everybody versus racism. And just because you disagree with someone on the internet doesn't mean that you get to go and call them a racist. See, that's why the word racist has no more meaning. Because every time somebody disagrees, oh, you're racist, you're a racist you're racist, you're racist. That's all I say, that's all I say. Stop it already. That's why that word has lost meaning because people have overused it and they turn to it when they don't agree with somebody. And here's another concept. If you don't agree with somebody on the internet, keep scrolling while you have to freaking comment. And I just wanna state this, people are allowed to have their opinions. You may not agree with that person's opinion but you have no right to bash them personally for their opinion. Better be smarter, too, because everything you type on the internet, everything you post is bookmarked. It's recorded. Everybody sees it, okay? It's not like it's it's copied. It's there. Like when people, like, you know, tweet, and then they, um, you know, delete their tweets, uh, it doesn't matter, you can delete the tweet all you want, the tweets are still going to be there, you know, we need a lot more, we need more fun on the internet now, you know, I posted this thing, you know, um, today, well, I'm going to say this, Every single action you take on social media is being watched, is being tracked. Every single thing you do online is being recorded. If you don't agree with someone's opinion, keep scrolling, keep scrolling. There's no need for people to come on here and say whatever they want to say. Now I'm going to delete this and I'm going to repost it for today's episode because today's tweet, because you know, I have dumb people who think that they can just say whatever they want to say. Friday, Friday thoughts. Thank you. Okay, so be smart. Be smart. Your employers, for those regular folks out there that are not athletes, they're watching you. Even athletes have to watch what they write. It's for everybody. We need a lot more kindness on the internet than we have. So let's continue it. Let's try to continue to bring good vibes and positivity to social media. please. For the love of God, I beg you all, bring positive vibes. Stop arguing about politics. It's not gonna matter. At the end of the day, it's not gonna matter to you. It's not gonna matter. Stop arguing over racism. It's not gonna matter. You know why? Because we're just, we're just arguing back and forth online. It's not, we're not in reality when we're arguing either online, when we say things that we don't wanna say or we shouldn't say. That, that conversation's for in-person conversation. And then, of course, we have, you know, then we have other social issues that we talk about, you know, sexism and sexual harassment and all this other stuff that doesn't belong on the internet, pornography, all this stuff. Let's go back to what social media was designed for. It was designed to build each other up and build the community up. It was not designed for what is happening now. On that note, have a great weekend. I will be celebrating my niece's second birthday. I can't believe it already. Two years have passed this weekend. And then her birthday is on Monday. So I can't, I can't wait to celebrate her. She is my little sassy little niece. She's just like her auntie. <laughs> She's just like me. I love her to pieces. And then, of course, my nephew is going to be turning five, but that's not till February. And he is one piece of work, too. So on that note have a great weekend and be be safe and be smart